welcome back. You are listening to And the Beat Goes On, Dating After Divorce. I am Jackie Trammell here with my co-host, Dion McDonald. Hello. And we have a repeat guest for you, the friend of ours and friend of the show, Darren Mc... Darren McNeilson. <laughs> How are you? I'm great. No, I... It's my second time on the show. I hope you remember me from the first time. Uh, not Mick Nielsen. I'm not Scottish. Um, I am. Not no, that there's I anything am. wrong with that. No. If it ain't I... Scottish, it's crap. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let me try that again. Our co, our guest today, Darren Nielsen. That was an awesome start, though. Yeah, that was great. That was great. That we started. And I was going to say that, you know, Darren was on the show. He was on our second show. That's right. And yeah. um, back then, we back actually. Back in the early were, days. Back in the early days. And now he's on show fifth. Is it 15? 15? And I have my own microphone this time. So we've come a long way. And it's a good microphone. And you may speak into it this time. I think you guys are going to enjoy you. actually getting to hear Darren. <laughs> I know. We were working well, out we'll, some we'll, kinks. We'll, we'll find out. We'll keep find out. your kinks to yourself. I mean, or don't, because are, are we're sure? not about judgment oh, here. No, thank you. Easy. So, L-O-L-A, Lola. So Darren Nielsen. That's, Nielsen, So that's yes. more Scandinavian, it's, not... Mick British Isles. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome, though. I <laughs> cheers. cheers to that, Jackie. Cheers, cheers to that. Cheers. So, you know Dan. what? Talking is super hard. <laughs> super hard to get names right. It's just really. You know what? I remember a couple a episodes Monday. ago, you were really, really hard on our poor guest, Jim, about the name Sitch. So, I just want to say, you know what? Karma's a bitch, Jackie. Karma's a bitch. You know what? Mm. I probably should just accept that and be move on with my day, I guess. So we are here today to talk about gender roles gender and roles. dating specifically. Mm-hmm. So I have done a little bit of research. I'm sorry. Can I back up just yes, one second? Um, I did want to address one little correction from the last episode i was approached by a beathead one of our dearest fans monica thank you monica for bringing this up and she wanted to point this out and you know what i'm a little embarrassed because i consider myself a bit of a music geek and we talked about the song it's my life and we made a couple of mistakes, so I just wanted to own that. Oh. She pointed this out, and I, I looked it up, and I was a little embarrassed. She was right. Um, it's My Life by Bon Jovi. Actually, not an 80s song at all. It's from the 2000s. <laughs> Oops. Really? From the Oops. 2000s? It's literally from oh 2000. I know. And I didn't even think I would have thought 90s. For sure not in 80s. I well, she said sure. 90s. And then I looked it up and it's actually from 2000. And I looked at his hair and I'm like, oh yeah, no, that's so nice. Can we just <laughs> rename that episode then My Life from Billy Joel? Well, no, but no. But hold on. It's My Life by Talk Talk, which was the song yes. I was originally trying to the come one that, up with. The one that Gwen Stefani No, that's redid. the other mistake. I said that. It was actually no doubt, not Gwen Stefani. Oh, well, that's what I meant. No well, doubt. Right, me too, right. But I said Gwen Stefani. So those were our those were our two music mistakes. Is that it was it was not an eighty song. Because we were just talking about that. I know. We were talking about talk talk the other day. Oh, you were? Yeah. Oh how funny. A different conversation I had with 
Well, I couldn't people. come up with that band name. I was like, it was an 80s song that was later done by Gwen Stefani, and it was called It's My Life, and I was trying to sing it, and I couldn't even get the tune. So That's the song I was trying to come up with. So basically, we owe <laughs> deep and sincere apologies to the Beatheads, yes, to we do, Bon Jovi, to, to Gwen Stefani and the members of No well, Doubt. Well, no, not Gwen Stefani, just the, her well, fellow the, members. The, the members right? of No Doubt and to Talk and Talk. to Talk Talk. I know. We, we're, we're so sorry. fucking sorry. We're the worst. <laughs> we're the worst 80s, you know, song. You know, it's one out of 14. I know. Yeah, but can you actually name anybody else from uh, No Doubt? Her ex-boyfriend. Tony. Tony. Yes. Tony Canal. He was Canal. the bass player, right? I just thought of his name all of a sudden. Nicely done. That should be a trivia question. And then the drummer's Adrian. Oh, my gosh. And I don't know the other guy. But honestly, if you don't know who they are, I don't think you owe them an apology. Well, but in case I they're just, listening, I Tony. Oh, case, yes. I hope Tony's listening because he's hot. I think Tony's super hot, and it's too bad he dumped Gwen. But whatever. Wait, but compared lucky, to like Gavin Ross, Blake well, or Blake? Oh, that's right. Blake. I really love the whole like Gwen and Blake. Know, thing, me too. So, so anyway, that's all I was gonna say. And so, thank you, Monica, for gently pointing that out. And I, when I say gently, I mean that she texted me and said I was screaming at you guys when I was listening to your podcast and telling you that Bon Jovi is actually not from the '80s. Not not that song. So anyway, thanks, Monica. So love you. Um, um, in my defense, I know very little about music, and I <laughs> I know. So I, me. in I, fairness, she, I did not look it up. I should have known because in my mind, I was thinking Billy Joel, my life, because I'm a dork and, and I, I like Billy Joel. Well, and I was thinking Talk answer. Talk, my life. It's my life. So, so who came up with Bon Jovi? Who because knows? that's the song that just popped into my head because it's oh, more current. Okay, I guess All maybe. Right. Well, yes, 2000 is more current. <laughs> 1980. Wow. <laughs> okay, so is that how math works? <laughs> well, let's see. In 1980, I was seven. And in 2000, I was 27. So, yeah, I'm going to go with that. And okay. now I'm barely over 27. You're 29 <laughs> and holding. Anyway, so blah, okay. blah, blah. Apologies. So, so gender well, roles. It sounded so... Uh, <laughs> So, so honest there. Uh, it was sincere. Did you? I noticed you teared up a little. You a little. Well, it she's was. like, like my apologies. Blah blah blah. I don't. Well, I had said many apologies, so I was like, let's just get on with it. So yeah, I was wrong. Well, we were wrong. Anyway, yes, gender roles. Jackie wants to get on with it. Gender well, roles. I mean, let's talk about. Am it. I the only one that wants to get on with it? Did you want to? Sometimes do you, I don't mind. Spend some no, more time on I apo- talk, talk, No, and... I apologized. Let's just okay. move on. All let's right. move on. I feel like we've covered that ground. So, okay, gender roles, gender roles and dating. Is it? Okay. So here's my here's my question. Okay. What is the difference between feminism and chivalry? Can you be a feminist who appreciates chivalry? Well, absolutely. Okay. But I think for me, before we get into this conversation, I think it's important to define what we mean by gender because I was doing a little research, as we do, and I was like, you know, people talk about gender, but then there's, there's... the idea of sex, and there's the idea of gender. So we talk about, like, males and females. And I do then... like the idea of sex. <laughs> Sorry. Here, here. <laughs> Separate topic. Um, different type of sex, like males and females, or um, somewhere in between. 
So according to the, well, I looked up a lot of different sites, but I think the clearest definition, according to the Canadian Institutes of Health Research, we are defining the difference between sex and gender is that sex refers to a set of biological attributes in humans and animals, whereas gender refers to socially constructed roles, behaviors, expressions, and identities. So I guess for me that's really important because sex and gender don't always mean the same thing, right? For sure, and especially more and more these days. Right. Because we have a sort of ever-broadening appreciation for right. what, what, is, what is gender, what is, what is sex, sex right. you know, so I think, and sexuality is different. And, and I think that when we talk about this gender roles, it's important that we acknowledge that it is about gender roles and not necessarily sex if that makes sense like male not your kind of sex it's not just my kind of sex (laughs) so so okay so darren you were asking kind of before the show we were talking a little bit about this and when you talk about gender roles is that where you're thinking kind of like behaviors um or what do you you're i'm i'm just thinking of of the of how far it's just kind of been convoluted. I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to take anything away from from anybody who feels the way they do, um, <clears throat> but it's just it's this you know non-binary. You know, I uh, I don't have a problem with anybody feeling the way they do, mm-hmm. but I what I really just want is that people. If okay, if you're born a certain way, then that's what you are right then. You can become whatever you want, but I think there's just such trouble with these people that that want to redefine it from the very beginning. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I know I wasn't I wasn't born a woman. I was born, you know, and it's so biologically you're talking yeah, about like biological, biologically, biologically. Okay, you know I don't. There is no in between. You're you're. Well, I guess there can be. <laughs> well, I feel like there's a there there can be there's a spectrum, right? Like you, there are people that are very biologically very male, and then all the way to very biologically female. Yeah. Um, and then I, I feel like there there is a, a spectrum, where kind of like sometimes I feel like I've got a lot of male type attributes, and then I'm like, is that nature or is that nurture? Do you know what I mean? Like it like. Yes, I'm a I'm a woman. I identify as a woman, but then there are certain traits that are more masculine about me. I don't know. I think I think that we are, and I think there are people like you who are very far on one end of the spectrum. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, but what I'm saying though is like, <clears throat> it's just convoluting the whole thing because if they're gonna say, well, I wasn't born this or that, mm-hmm. then 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 you know. How do we quantify all of that? So were you born non-male, non-female? You know what I mean? And I think there's so much confusion, at least for me right now, around Mm -hmm. how to understand how to talk to... That's not even the right word. It's it's very hard because if you're not in that... Like if you're on one one far end of the spectrum... It's so hard to understand. So my son, two of his closest friends, like he has this very tight-knit group of friends, and two of them who are 
14 are in transition from their mm-hmm. birth gender right. to the gender with which they identify. And their parents, I, I, I'm stunned at the level of support because I don't know that as a parent I would be able to understand that to the level of going right. through the medical expense of, of what <laughs> they have taken on yeah. um, to support their kids. And it's, I think, where I struggle because I don't, I know that there's this thing out there and I know that I don't fully get it. Right. Um, and it's hard to understand. It there's, is. It's a very nebulous, if you're not in it, <clears throat> right. it's so hard to understand and I want to be inclusive and supportive, but I don't, I don't always get it. Well, it's like anything, right? Like where we are is where we are. And so it is, it is difficult. It takes a lot of empathy imagining that you might be in that person's shoes um and you know we've talked about how we want to be very inclusive with this show so even if we don't necessarily always understand where someone is um, I think it's important to bring that experience into the podcast and and acknowledge that for sure I think it's important because we have listeners who are not um heterosexual right and we need to We've always said we wanted to be inclusive of everybody, so. Yeah, and I think, and I did a little research, um, so later we'll talk a little bit more about um, the LGBTQ community as well and how they fit into this, um, just based on our experience. Go ahead. And, and see, that's where it kind of throws me off, is like, I'm all about equality, and, and I, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, it's it's not about being gay or straight or right. or man or woman, but this this gray area of I'm neither. How do how oh. do you right how do you account for that? You know, that's it is hard. You know, yeah. Grammatically speaking, I struggle with the they, the they and them. pronoun mm-hmm. because it's not. So one of my son's friends, right? That's their preferred pronoun and it kills me grammatically because it's one person it's one person yeah <laughs> i know it is our it is our grammatical bent right we're like wait they that doesn't make sense i know it's just one person split personalities make sense that's this doesn't though. right sybil you would just <laughs> yes clearly yeah. have referred to sybil as they so it's important to acknowledge this that this is not our area of expertise for sure and that's important to talk about and it's important to just say like we're going to try to do our best, but we don't always understand that. We do not understand that experience at all. It's not our experience. No. And and honestly, I don't... I fear that I would do a very poor job of trying to do justice to... Trying to understand a perspective. Right. That just is so far from my experience. And 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 I don't mean that with any sense no. of judgment. You're not saying right or wrong. You're just saying it's not I your experience. I just happen to be a woman born a woman who loves men who is straight (laughs) and so it's so hard for me like I can appreciate that there are people who have different experiences and I try not to judge people based on that but I also recognize that I don't fully understand that experience because I haven't lived it and I think that's totally valid for all of us so I think that what we can agree upon is that when we're we're talking about this topic we're talking about our experiences um, from a straight male and a straight female experience um, so from that standpoint, how do we define gender? I mean, based on what I was saying, like, it's, it's referring to socially constructed roles, behaviors, expressions. Does that make sense? 
Yeah, I mean, but the thing is, you know, I've I've been around the block. I've been around for a long time, and and I, I and we weren't gonna call you old. <laughs> I was gonna say, are you saying you're old? Yeah, well, I've been around for a long time. Let's just say that. And so I've seen a lot of that stuff. You know, I, my my I have a lot of, of lesbians in my family. I've been to the gay bar. I don't have a problem with with people who yeah uh, who want to be the other sex, who feel like they are the other sex. Either way, man or woman wanting the other side, um, that's fine. That you know, but I think in in history, it's 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 been like, well, I was I was born a man, but I I really felt like I was more of a woman. Mm-hmm. That makes sense to me. I get that. What I don't get is like I'm not a human being. Almost, I'm. I don't. <laughs> I don't have a gender. Then what are you so, exactly? So that, non-binary. Non is that what you call it? Yeah, non-binary. Yeah, I've heard the term. Non-binary. Yeah. And it just I'm like I that throws me off. Then then how do you? <laughs> how do you uh, navigate the world? Uh, how do you find your place in the world? Is that where you're? Well, I mean, like, from? what bathroom do you use? What uh, <laughs> should, does everybody need their own bathroom? Because I'm like, oh, that gets expensive. I don't know. I, there's a lot of things. I mean, that's kind of a joke around, but seriously, like. All the legislation that has to happen to cover everybody. When it right. used to be, you know, I was a man, now I'm a woman. And and now it's, I'm neither. And it's, I, I, I don't even know how to fathom that. It, it is a different, like, like I said, yeah. if it's not something that is your experience, it's so it's, hard, to it's hard to understand. And it's so, to your point, it's, I think we're... It, Man or woman, that's what we're raised with. That's what we're used to. You're either a man or you're a woman. Right. And and now we've reached this time in in history and in the world where there's some fluidity there and it's uncomfortable for some of us who were raised in this more black and white. More binary. And yeah. World. And so I right. think it's okay to say, I don't get I, it. <laughs> I d I don't fully understand right. it. I, it's confusing. I want, I want to be supportive, but I don't I don't fully right. get it. But when did this start? Because, I mean, you never saw anybody in the 80s or 90s go, yeah, non-binary. It wasn't even a term then. Who, who, who came up with this that all of a sudden all these people are, are joining this group of non-binaries or, or non-fluidity? What's it? You Gender use the fluid, word? Fluidity. Yeah, fluidity. yeah. Um, all of a sudden these terms are coming out and people are jumping on the bandwagon I, I think know? it's just more acceptance now. I I feel like probably there have been people for centuries who have felt this way, um, but did not feel comfortable allowing themselves to express it or even admit it to themselves, let alone anyone else. And so I feel like we're just at this time in our society where people feel comfortable saying, hey, this is actually who I am. I don't necessarily um, associate or identify with either gender i'm i'm kind of in the middle so i don't know that it's that all of a sudden people are feeling this way i feel like it's that people are feeling comfortable acknowledging that because of where we are well and and this is not a parallel i'm not saying that there is a mental health issue here but i'm saying at this point in right. time i know where you're going our with this. yes society has be has welcomed with a little bit more acceptance yes. um 
mental health issues. Right. People we're, with we're more depression. People about, with anxiety. We're more open minded yes. and accepting about people with mental mm-hmm, health issues. Mm-hmm. And I think in general, that's just a signal that society is more open minded in general. Agreed. So people who may have been marginalized before feel like they have a place yes. in the mainstream now. So I think that's that's exactly what I'm saying. I feel like with with a lot of issues, people are just feeling more comfortable saying, this is actually who I am. This is where I am. Um, and feeling more comfortable that people will accept them for where they are. I, I know it's, it is confusing, though. So if, as far as your friends, uh, your son's, son's friends, friends yeah. do you think that that is too young for them to be deciding that? So I think... It would be really hard if if my son had come to me because these kids I have known for a few years now and they've been in this process. It's a long process. And so they've been in it for a long time. And to their credit, if you with hormone therapy, the younger the person is, as I understand it, and my understanding is not medical and it's not official. But from how I'm yeah, from (laughs) how I'm understanding it, if you can kind of stop the onset of natural hormones, you can intervene right? A little more easily if you catch it early, right? Catch it. Like it's a, I'm sorry. I'm trying to be sensitive. This is is my broad apology to our audience. I'm trying to be sensitive, but some of these are just terms that I I know. No, I, so, so I have struggled with that because I think it's hard. If my child had come to me at 12 or 13 years old and said, I think this is how I feel, or I believe that I should be this. My, my gut reaction as a parent might be, how sure are you? What's feeding that? Do we need to explore therapy? And how long do, you know, like, are you mature enough to understand what you're saying? Are you mature enough to make that decision? And then, um, that would end up pushing us out years, really, probably to get to a decision one way or the other. So I don't know what those conversations were like between these kids and their parents. I do, I will say even though it's probably different than how I would have handled it because I'm maybe more conservative or whatever, I kind of applaud their parents for hearing it and acting on it because I don't know that I would have done the same thing. And that's just me being honest about it. Well, I've heard stories about, uh, you know, people kind of forcing uh, a gender or non-gender role on their kids' before you know yeah well and you you do hear that you hear even with traditional gender roles you hear um you know little girls in pink with barbie dolls and little boys with tonka trucks trucks, and and blue and um then there's always not always but there have been parents at least through my experience who have been Mm -hmm. like oh i'm gonna let my kids choose and whatever Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. I, I just I think as a society we're kind of evolving to a little bit more of an open-minded place. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel too. I mean, I was always a tomboy as a kid. I hated dresses. I hated dolls. I hated freaking tea parties. Like I did not understand that. Like I was the little girl. I was the skinniest, scrawniest little girl, and I was out playing tackle football. Tackle football. I can't believe my mother let me do this. This is the 70s. <laughs> with, the, with the 12 and 14-year-old boys who were much bigger than me. And they were smearing me <laughs> to the ground. And I loved it. Like, that was what I did. I wrestled and I played football. And I think if you would asked me back then, I would have far rather have been a boy. Well, you know, I went through puberty and now I'm a girl and I'm happy with that. But I was a tomboy. I didn't, you know, so my gender role was much more of a boy when I was a little kid. <laughs> 
And I think I, and that's what I was saying earlier. Like, I think, I think I still have a lot of those male qualities. But at that age, do you think that you would have been able to confidently say? No. Well, I wouldn't, I I don't think I would have. And that's, that's some of the problem that I have with is like, if there's any inkling to a parent that, that this child may be not their born gender, gender, Mm -hmm. that they're going to try and switch it and like, let them decide. Right. The only thing I can think of as a parent is if my child felt so strongly about this that we were having conversations about it where they were like, I, right. you know, I can, I can only imagine the types mm. of conversations these people that I, these young people that I know mm-hmm. had with their parents. Um, it had to have been pretty persuasive. They were probably fairly miserable, I And I'm imagine. sure there's probably some counseling. And I mean, I know in order to go through a gender reassignment of any kind, there's a lot of counseling and everything else that happens along with that. Yeah. So I don't think they mitigate that or minimize it because of a, a person right. being a younger age. So right. I just think maybe we've reached a place where we give our kids a, a, a voice credit, and right. earlier at an earlier age. Mm-hmm. And as parents, maybe we're more open-minded. I don't know. I know I would have a really hard time with it. So... <laughs> I don't know. And that's honest. I mean, it's honest. So, but we, we should talk about dating and not children. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, it's, it is important to talk about these things. And I think again, coming back to where we are, we are coming at this from a heterosexual binary point of view where we have a male and two females, heterosexual. Which is Um, not to say we're doing anything kinky over here. There just happens to be a male and two females in the room. All right. I mean, not yet. Give it some time. Right. Would you like some more Give some it more some champagne? wine. <laughs> this wine tastes funny. <laughs> hey, that's not even funny. I feel dizzy. Okay. <laughs> okay, so, so let's talk about, now that we've defined genders and everything, and then we've also clarified that our, our experience here. Right. And I want you to, Dion, if you would, yes. please. I would love for you, because I know you did a ton of research. I did on some research. Mm-hmm. Particularly some of the marginalized communities and the LGBTQ. Well, I so did. So if you have... If you have insights as we go through this yes. that pertain, I would love yes. because I don't right. I don't know how it all applies. <laughs> and I think when we talk about a gender roles and dating topic, mm-hmm. it is inherently heterosexual. heterosexual right. And so I don't want to be exclusive of anyone. Absolutely. So if you have things yeah. that you in your research that came up, I mm-hmm. would love to hear them. Thank you. Um let me, can I, can I start with my little yes, rapid fire? Yes, so, I would love that. Okay, so for our audience, I have prepared a not super long list. But here's my thinking. And we, let's talk about this for a second. So here's my thinking. I'm a woman who considers myself mostly a feminist, mm-hmm. right? What, is it, what does feminism mean to you? It means equality for women. Okay. So it, it means, means that you can do whatever you want to do regardless of your gender. Or your sex. <laughs> right. And it means, to me, feminism means um, not discounting women the way that historically women mm. have always been kind of a second, secondary. Second class citizen. Like, not even right. second class, but just a little bit lower. Well, like a little bit. There have been plenty of times in history when Darren's we have definitely his head, been so second class agrees. citizens. Yes, absolutely. But I mean, we still make way less than men. Let's just put that out there. For sure. Until this podcast takes off and we start making millions. <laughs> Then we'll make more than you, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> what would that be like? 
Oh, the possibilities. <laughs> He's like, I'll just be a kept man. Thank you very much. But it's interesting. I actually had this conversation with one of my friends who is a devoted beat head. Thank you very much. Mm. You know who you are. And we were talking about this yesterday because we met to kind of chat through previous episodes. Was and a oh, man or a woman? Woman. Okay. And I said, I was telling her my perspective. I struggle with this because I feel like gender roles in dating is a little imbalanced. Because even as a self-proclaimed feminist, I still want the guy to be a gentleman. I still want there to be chivalry. So I want equality, except when inequality works in my favor. And I recognize that that scale is a little tipped. No. Um, but You can have both. Why can't you have both? Why can't you? Okay, so maybe we don't use the word chivalrous anymore. Or Gentlemanly. Oh, okay, wait. What does that mean Just, to you, though? What does that chivalrous mean to you? It's well, I, it doesn't have to be a man doing something for a woman. It's anybody doing something for anybody. Oh, so like okay, opening doors. Like yeah, that's what you're talking. That's what you're talking about, Jackie, right? Like opening the door for you or paying for dinner. Like what? I mean, I, I do it for my friends. I mean, open okay. the door or you know what I mean. Yeah. Like when you go out with your guy friend and he's getting into your car, you open the door for him? Well, I have not every time, but yes, I have. <laughs> okay. Okay. Is that the kind of stuff you're talking about, Jackie? Well, okay. So I'm just going to go. Th- so I have this okay. list of questions. And okay. I answered these in my own mind okay. as I was writing them out. And I, just it, it is what it is. Okay. I'm going to ask them each question. I want you each just to give me your gut check re- or reaction answer okay. whatever like okay. it's like a yes or no or it's like lightning round i wish i had like lightning round music darren lightning round music i didn't bring the laptop no in. sing it well but could you just sing something how am i supposed to sound like lightning like a lightning round music well i did i guess music, i thought but... you could do it but whatever so okay <laughs> So just so I'm clear, like, what do we, you're, you're going to say a sentence and we're going to, I'm going to ask a question and okay. I just want quick okay. knee jerk okay. reactions. Okay. 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 Knee jerk reaction. Knee jerk. Okay. Jerk knee. <laughs> he oh literally gosh. just did that. I know my table's going to fall over. Okay. <laughs> I spill my wine. He needs more okay. wine. <gasps> Who pays when you go out? Whoever asks the person out. Doesn't matter. Okay. Does it depend whether it's a first date or a second or third or fourth? Yes. Date? Yeah, I say it was. Okay. I, I, I see. Who initiates dates? Does it depend if it's a first date or not? Wait, what? Who initiates a date? Um, like when you're actually dating or who like asks a the first other person date? out? Doesn't matter. Uh, not anymore. Does it matter. matter if it's a first date? No. Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. Who initiates the first kiss? Me. <laughs> Yeah, probably me. (laughs) Who initiates sex? Me. (laughs) I love you, Dion. Uh, I. I think they can go either way. Honestly. Okay. Who drives? Him. Right now, probably her. Oh. Who pumps the gas? Oh. I would do that. He does that. Okay. Um, Who cooks? Definitely not me. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> okay. Whoever's the better cook. Who cleans up? Whoever doesn't cook. Yes. Right? Who buys the groceries? Mm. Oh. Uh, like pays for it or goes and gets oh. them? For me, mm. I hate grocery shopping. I love grocery so shopping. Who, I love grocery shopping. So for me, it's I who do it. goes and gets the groceries. I do it. I, yeah, I would do that too. Yeah. Okay. 
Should he leave the seat down at her place? Oh, hell yes. I leave, I, I leave it down on my own. Should she leave the seat up at his place? Fuck that. <laughs> well, you just said you leave it down at your own, so at your house. <laughs> well, yeah, but that doesn't... I have a roommate that leaves it up, and I always put it down. But if you're a girl... Well, or- no, okay, I'm sorry. I put the, the seat and the lid down. Okay, I like that because that's just closure. That's <laughs> I don't want to see an open toilet. <laughs> it's really bad feng shui. Just it's FYI. Really, well, then the fact that my really cat is. likes to get up, my cats like oh. to get up on a sink and drink out of the faucet. Ew! Wait, well, out of the faucet. That's my like, dog likes to drink out of the toilet. Yeah, so yeah, I, I appreciate a good. No, seat my cat, my cats like to drink out of the faucet because it's a like a. Well, that's spout. Fine. They can right? drink out of the faucet, but this yeah. is the toilet we're talking about. No, but they I put the lid down so they can jump up onto the sink. Oh, you're just being thoughtful of your animal. That's super cute. Well, but I also don't want an open toilet. It's just, that's my thing. <laughs> so <Okay>. are the to- <clears throat> are the rules different for younger people versus older people? No. Shouldn't be, but I think it is. In what way? I I just feel like the younger generation has lost a lot of the old, for lack of a better word, chivalry. Uh, you were the one who just wanted to throw that word Well, out. I know, but I'm because I don't have another word for it right now. So wait, hold on. So you think that the... Thank you, Jackie. Jackie is so good. You're welcome, Dion. <laughs> She's giving me more, more bubbles. Um, so you think that the younger generations have lost a sense of... I know. What is a good word? Um, taking care of each other? I don't know. I, I just, feel like older generations would say respect, but oh, yeah. I could be wrong. Well, what do you think? You have a 20-something daughter, Jackie. I do. What do you think? What do I think? Is it different for younger versus older mm-hmm. people? I agree with the statement, I think, Darren, that you said, which is it shouldn't be, but I think it is. Mm. Um, although I will say her boyfriend is... In terms of traditional gender roles, he does a lot more of the taking care of her. Younger, younger, you know, they're both broke as hell, right? So <laughs> he pays, I think, more than she does. He pays for a lot more than she does. But um, I don't think they're in a position where if he were, if if they were in their 30s, and he were making, you know, a lot more money. I see him as the type of person who would probably pay for more. And that but kind what of if she was making more money? Do you think he would still try to pay for more? Listen, this is my daughter. I feel like if she were making more money, she would just have more shoes. <laughs> wow. So you think he would still be taking care does, of her? Does your daughter <laughs> listen to this podcast? She doesn't. And honestly, she would... She I would tell probably you, agree she with would this. Go, she would go. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I totally would. I totally would. Like, would. I'm not... She I, would. Here's the thing. I know my kids. My kids are super self-aware. Okay. Think about your son. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jackie has a 15-year-old son. You know him. Actually, he, I don't know that you do know him. I, I don't... I, well, I've seen him on oh Facebook. Oh, my gosh. He I don't know him personally. This kid is going to be the most, sorry, chivalrous young man and he is going to stay that way i know he is he has been raised so well <laughs> thank you he is a great kid by the way you don't have to apologize for using chivalrous it's well, not a cuss word i'm just trying to think there's no well there's no, no the only reason word. they say that is because if chivalrous is just 
I meant for men. I'm so afraid you're going to knock that wine over. I keep moving. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm very aware. It's the mom in me. I, I know, keep moving I know. your wine away from um, me. No, it, and I know it's not a bad word. It's just, I, I agree with you. There's got to be a, a more new, like a newer, more recent, I don't know. A non-binary word for... Oh, but I get what you're saying. A neutral version of chivalrous is what I'm saying. You know what? He's respectful. He, and that's what it boils down to. He makes you coffee in the morning. He, he pours you wine. Yes, he's 15, but he knows how to open a bottle of wine. He comes downstairs and says, Mama, can I do anything for you? Mama, do you need anything? I mean, that boy is going to be an amazing partner to whomever he chooses. To whoever he ends to up with. To whomever he chooses. For sure. Mm-hmm. I agree. He is a great kid and I'm super proud of him. And I think <laughs> at the end of the day, maybe in terms, maybe if we're sort of eschewing the word chivalrous, chivalrous. we're just replacing it with respectful. Because oh. I think... How do you feel about that? I think that yeah, at, the, I, at the end of the day, I think that's what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I is think you're well, right. it's, it's, It all just lumps in with being and kind care. and thoughtful and, it's you know... It's about showing respect and care And it's one of the articles that I read, it was interesting because they talked about um, gender roles and, and this whole topic. And I'm trying, I'm looking right now as we're talking about some of the stereotypes, but what the gist of it is that when, what we call chivalry is just a man doing certain things that we associate with it, whether it's opening doors or paying for dates or doing whatever, that demonstrates to the person that he's with mm-hmm. that he cares about them, um, that he respects them, and that he likes them, right? And so you could take that, those three things, and really flip them and say, a woman could do the same stuff. Sure. And still be chivalrous. It's just not a word we associate with women. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that was good. You just like completely encapsulated his thoughts. Yes. I'm very, super very well done. Well, I'm a intuitive. man. I'm pretty easy to figure out. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. We make you guys way more complicated than you actually are. Okay, but I have more questions. Oh, good, good, good. Does it matter who calls or texts first? Oh. No. I disagree. I disagree too. <laughs> That's so funny. Which is weird because you like Bumble and I hate it for this very reason. Well. I don't like Bumble because I don't want to be the one to initiate contact. But the only reason I like Bumble is because I don't want every jackass out there to be able to reach out to me. I want to be able to choose who I See, reach I out. See, I do. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> every jackass, come find me. Okay, so I was on a different dating site and... I had so many randos reach out to me that I would never, ever have gone out with. And it's awkward, right? Because they like, they reach out and there's like, I don't know, a hundred of them. I'm like, ugh. So then I feel bad because then I have to just ignore them or, I don't know, ignore them basically. So I'd rather have... Ghosting them? Should we go back no. to that episode? <laughs> but it's not ghosting because they've reached out to me, but I never actually had yeah, a relationship, Yeah, just, just right? ignoring. But like Bumble is great. In the beginning, because I get to choose. That's the only reason I like that one. But then after that, like if I'm in a relationship with them or even kind of interested, I want them to pursue me. I want to be pursued. Is that is that heteronormative? I think so. And I think that's okay <laughs> Whoa, to say what? that too. <laughs> Hetero. Yeah, I know. I got that part. Okay. Normative? normative? Wow. It means are you normalizing like, behavior based on heterosexual tendencies. Okay. So listen to me being a dictionary that, over so here. That's super smart of you. That was, that was kind of hot. Mon- that's a Monday. That was I, I kind of got a little excited there because uh, 
It's like a new word, and I was like, ooh. Hey, add that to your trivia. Heteronormative. All right. Um, so what about you? Does it matter? It doesn't matter to you who calls or texts first. No, does, does okay. it feel weird you know to you I if a woman calls you first? I think it's based on on your experience, and I've had some pretty shitty experiences. So oh, when a woman calls me first, I like that. It just because I then it shows some interest. You know what I mean? And, and I feel like oh. I, I've I've done I've been the one to call and right. been ghosted, so to speak, and mm. um. And I never really got a reason why that happened. Right. Like, if you showed me interest for a second, then why did it stop? Right. But but in the past, like, you have, when you've reached out to people, then you're not sure. You're like, are they interested in me? Or is it just because I reached out and they're like, eh, okay. Whereas if someone reaches out to you. Yes. Then obviously they're interested, right? Yeah. Well, and for me personally, I have always, God, this is going to make me sound so bad. Just go, Jackie. Beheads, forgive me, but this is just who I am in my heart. Just go, Jackie. For me, when someone, when someone lets me know that they're interested, when I feel like someone else is attracted to me or is um, finds me attractive, finds me sexy, that is sexy to me. Feeling like another person Mm. desires me is sexy. So, like, I'm the same way as you. Like what you just said. Mm. Like, there is some appeal in knowing that another person is interested. A lot of people can be interested who just are. Well, not, sure. Not people that you'd want to be interested in, and right? For sure. Okay. For sure. Mm, you look good. You want to take a ride in my van? <laughs> it doesn't have any windows, but <laughs> but it locks from the outside. I might have some ice cream in there. Wow, I'm having some PTSD stuff. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Super, like, just squirrel moment. Okay. But I was out for a run today. Squirrel. And I saw an ice cream van, and I thought early March what was a little f- too early, and no. I got a little creeped out no. by the ice cream truck. No, van. it's sunny. Just it's like sunny. when. No, it's. Were right. they playing Christmas songs though? <laughs> no, because the one in my neighborhood plays Christmas that songs. That would fuck me up. Ice cream van playing Christmas. No, that it, makes, oh yeah, the one in my no. neighborhood. All that's all he plays. That makes no sense. I'm assuming it's a he. Okay, so here's my next question. Oh, more? Oh, I have just a couple more, <laughs> and they're super random because I'm like I love stream random because you're squirrel. Does it matter who says I love you first? No. No. But it's always me. (laughs) It is. I hate that. I hate that. It doesn't matter, but it's always me. (laughs) It doesn't doesn't matter, but I would love it for it to be the other person. That'd be awesome. But no, it's always me. (laughs) Doesn't matter. No. Okay. Who should do the yard work? Me, because I love it. Um, by the it's, way, I have a new lawnmower. You're it, welcome to come over. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. I love that we're now talking oh in sexy It's mutual. Yard work is mutual? Yeah. Well, unless it's your house. Then unless you're, you're like, your fucking own, right? Yeah. Like, yeah like, you're like, hey, you want to come over and do yard work for me? Wait, oh, go fuck yourself. No, Get out of here. If, what if I said, what if wait, someone said, would you want to come over and do yard work? With me. Wait, is no. that somehow better Wait. than for me? Is yard work a euphemism? <laughs> <laughs> and does that change the answer? I'd mow your yard. <laughs> Front or back? <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Oh. I'd trim your bushes. <laughs> <laughs> That's just creepy. <laughs> Stop. 
because I love yard work. And one of the one of the ways that my ex-husband and I used to bond is we literally every weekend do yard work. And I love yard work. So I will totally and trim your bushes. And by yard work, do you and mean... And you said ex-husband, so that really worked out well for you. And again, we're going back to a set of euphemism. Do you love yard work or do you love yard work? No, I, I love gardening. <laughs> That still felt like a euphemism when you said that. Okay, last question. This is an important one, you guys, so let's get serious. Okay. <laughs> Wait. Do okay. Me. All right. Who buys the condoms? Oh, my God. Wow. He better, because they're going on him. Yeah, I got to say. Oh, guy. okay. Yeah, the guy mm-hmm. does. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was the list of my... Because well, you got to make sure you get the right size. I would be really you embarrassed. Know. Straight up magnums. Seriously. If well, I did, yeah. I mean, I don't want if, something too small. What if I didn't buy magnums? You know how embarrassing that would be? Oh, oops. And that's happened. But that's another story for another time. That's a different podcast. That's a different podcast. So yeah, he should. Mm-hmm. He should. He, he should always have them with him, right? But is there... Okay, as feminists... Yeah. yeah. As feminists... <laughs> Talking to a guy who doesn't date at all, so... By guys, he's single and he's super cute. So, okay. as feminists, should we be carrying around condoms just in case? Well, yes, but yes. Do yes. we have to carry around around around? <laughs> Hold on, let me rethink this. Yeah. Do we have to carry around an array of sizes just in case? Oh. Wow. Because <laughs> you don't know, right? Like, do you don't do? You go, I mean, Whoa. I guess if you're at the ready, yeah. Uh, should you? I mean, yeah. That's 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 asking a lot. I mean, that's a like. Where am I? Where am I going to put those? Where am I putting those? Where am I going to put those? Where am I going to put those? If you don't know where to put a condom, we have problems. I imagine being at the club and you're looking for your lipstick, and all of a sudden, eight different condoms pour out of your purse. But uh, they're a variety of sizes and colors and styles. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, a French tickler. Oh, okay. Ribbed. What are you doing later? You know, <laughs> I I just I don't know. I I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> I'm not a fan of carrying them all around me. <laughs> well, okay, I no, like what, pig pen from the peanuts. But first of all, okay, instead of dirt. I can't say I've bought that many condoms in my life. I really haven't. I just I never. We just, promote safe sex. Well, no, I just because I've been either in relationships or not getting any, and so, uh, so no barebacking. Or what is that? Well, no, I, I have done that too. But um, raw dogging. What I'm saying is, do you really need that many sizes? Are there that many sizes for one? Yes. Do you need that many sizes to carry around with you? Because rubber stretch. They're made out of um, rubber. Rubber. Oh yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, but and but latex, whatever. I mean, they stretch, but, right? Okay, they stretch, but they don't shrink. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. So buy wow. buy some on the smaller side. So that you know, even okay, the so tiniest of men might be all right with them. So gender roles. <laughs> back to topic. We're gonna bring this back to topic okay. right now. Dion, catch your breath. It's squirrel. Okay. <laughs> squirrel. Um. Okay. This episode should be called the Rubber Band Man, but um, that's a '70s song, so that wouldn't work. It wouldn't have worked at all. <laughs> we have lost Dion. She is face down in her notes. She can't catch her breath. I'm starting. 
She's not snorting cocaine. You know, I've had a couple people tell me that they really like hearing me laugh. So that's good because I'm there right now. Okay, I'm good. Whew. Ready to move on. What's she got? That was all my questions. <laughs> okay. I was hoping to generate okay. more um, conversation with this. Really? Pers- well, I mean, that I'm- wasn't enough conversation. Yeah, I know. We, did. we went off on a tangent. <laughs> um, Which, by the way, is a math term, Jackie. I mean, wow. so you're not, I'm not, not good, good at with math. math. I know. That's why I said that. You know what? I really appreciate because it's great to have guys on here because sometimes I don't get enough mansplaining. So I'm super glad that you were here to mansplain tangent to me. Speaking of gender roles and mansplaining. Oh, that was an excellent segue. But I'm bummed. I think I get a high five. We got a high five. We got a high five. A high five, by the way, is when two people (laughs) take their hands in the air and clap them together. Oh, yes. It's the five fingers up high. Mm. I believe it's also a band from the 90s, R&B band. High five. High five. <clears throat> okay. Could have been. He know. would know. He's better at music stuff. Um, so I think the point you were trying to make, Jackie, in that little, <laughs> in that little rapid fire questions is that there are in certain... The lightning round. <laughs> certain activities, shall we say, that are more geared... Well what society considers appropriate for men versus women versus women right and i don't know if what you drew from all that but i felt like things weren't necessarily just cut and dry with that i think there was a time when things were cut and dried which is why these are sort of stereotypes because there was a time when they were and i think again society has become a little more open minded mm-hmm. and so it's not always the woman cooking. Oftentimes, right. you know, you're cooking together or the guy's cooking or whatever. And I think there are areas where we have gotten better. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you 100%, I prefer it if the guy pumps the gas. I prefer it if the guy opens a door and that kind of thing. Like, I like some gentlemanly behavior. That's interesting you say gentlemanly behavior. Mm-hmm. Because you, that is feeding There's into There's a word called, it's called chivalry. <laughs> <laughs> So chivalry, Jackie. <laughs> Wait, and we're back you on that Gary again. Can explain it to me? Because he's a man. So I feel like he better understands these things. <laughs> okay, Darren, let me ask you specifically. When you go out on a date, well, a long time ago when you did, at yeah. one time, go out on a date. Yeah. Did you open the door for mm-hmm. the girl? Yes. Did you pay for the date? Probably, did you yeah. Pump the unless it was... Did unless, you drive? Uh, Unless it was specified ahead of time, mm-hmm. you know, that it was a double Dutch thing, whatever. Or double Dutch? Double Dutch, that's, that's jump rope. Yeah, then Dutch. <laughs> just Dutch, right? It's just Double Dutch, Dutch is jump rope, yeah. Otherwise, double Dutch, you're, everyone's just paying too much. So anyway, yeah, we had dinner, and then we jump roped, and then... Uh, <laughs> and we split the bill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so, so we, went, we Dutch. went Dutch, yeah, or whatever. You know, unless it's specified, I will, yeah. Double Dutch. <laughs> All right, I, I threw something extra in there. All right, that was that was actually from Darren McNeilson. <laughs> not Darren. No, yeah, we went double Dutch, and uh, yeah, it was great. We had we had haggis, and no, no. Uh, Darren Nielsen left, and he brought in his Scottish cousin, <laughs> Darren McNeilson. <laughs> if it ain't Scottish, it's crap. <laughs> um, but to go back to that whole, you know, asking us the questions, all of that was 
opinion too. You know what I mean? Like this wasn't how. Well, there's no facts. Well, no, no. What I'm saying is like this is how we feel. Correct. That we want to do things. It's not how we think other people should do things. Well, correct. You know what I mean? Like I want to do that because that's who I am. I want to do nice things. I, I want to open the door. I, you know. Yeah. And and so it's not about what I feel like I should be doing. That's just what I want to right. do. And and that's I mean same thing for you how you feel yeah, yeah. you know so Dion as a fellow woman here. that's an interesting juxtaposition fellow a woman that was, was a bit of an oxymoron yeah. Yeah. Oxy- you like that oxymoron well as a co woman I don't know what you want to say no I like it yo bitch <laughs> wow when you, when we Just went to rapper mode there because <laughs> I get that a lot people often mistake me for a rapper. It's the red hair that really does it. But okay, so you go on a first date with someone. Yes, please. <laughs> MC Ginger over here. That's right. <laughs> I call myself the Ginger Ninja. <laughs> um, I actually can't claim that because there's a CrossFitter somewhere that goes by that. Okay. Um, anyway, mm-hmm. you let's say you are on a first date. You've been out on Bumble. Yes, I have. Where you initiated contact. Yes, I have. And you go on a first date with this person. Yes. And the bill comes. Mm-hmm. Do you offer to split it? Absolutely not. You don't even offer? Nope. <laughs> You're such a dichotomy. <laughs> oh, I mean, okay, to be fair, I quote offer. Okay, but, so you do offer, but you don't mean well, it. Well, right. I kind of like... As he's paying, as he's getting his credit card out, you're like yep. kind of reaching for your purse. Yep. Okay. <laughs> because I firmly believe, and this is just maybe old-fashioned of me, but I firmly believe that the first date, when he asks me out, because on Bumble, I always wait for them to ask me out. And then I'm like, oh, okay. And so when they do, I'm like, great, you're paying. Like, it doesn't even cross my mind that I'm going to pay. And it's weird because I'm not high maintenance i'm not a princess whatever but i just hmm. i'm like excuse me what <laughs> wow that was okay. my inside voice anyway that it, was it came out <laughs> a came little out. bit i guess hashtag no filter um <laughs> no anyway. filter from either of you this is fantastic <laughs> for me no <laughs> this was your topic idea so you go um, i know i'm kind of no. wondering where your beat heads are going to think after all this i mean i feel like we've had a very a honest yeah. fair conversation and i think we've been yeah. pretty so, vulnerable so i sit back and i'm like then as they get their credit card i'm like oh let me but i don't really mean it but what if they let you well then i will but then i'm like I i'm never experience. never ever going out with you again i went on a first date with someone and i did the obligatory oh did you want to split the bill and he's like yeah, actually, I like to do that. Well, then you know what? Never go out with him again. Yeah. Yeah, that didn't sound right. Legit. Um, that didn't sound right at all. Oh, well. So you would pay for the first date? Yeah, yeah. See? Has, has, have the, like, in your first date experience, have the women been like, oh, here, let me pay? And you're like, no, no, no. It's, I've, I've had a book Or do they just ways. sit there and stare at you? Well, I, I think, for me, if, if, a, if a girl, if I let a girl pay. Woman. Woman. <laughs> You're right. Well, this is going I, out with a I girl. apologize, woman. Well, this is going uh, out with an eight. Well, no, hour. I was thinking about when I was younger, when they were kind of girls. Back so, when you used to go on dates. Oh, yeah, back when I used to go on dates, because it's all women now. No, not really. Um, 
Wait, it's not all women now? No, I mean, I mean, it's. I I mean, I'm not dating uh, women right now. (laughs) Anyone? I'm not dating anyone. Is what I'm saying. Okay. Okay. Um, no, but I mean, I think if, if someone, if, if the person I'm with says, I got this, yeah. like before we even go, right? then, okay, cool, you know, but... On the first date? No, probably not a first date. Okay. Because the second date, I will try to Second pick. or, like, yeah. when you're second in an third, established relationship, I different. feel like it's completely different. Totally then, different. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's com- like there aren't rules then, but I feel huh. like there kind of are. For- you agree with me, right? Like you're not going to want to pay on the first date. I've done it. You, But you should just sit back. You just sit back and look at them and but, cross your arms. But for me, it's uh, honestly, it's it it's before the date even happens. Like if we're just talking and, and she goes, I want to buy dinner. I want to buy you dinner. That's, so, that's the kind of thing that. She'll say that? I've had that happen. I've yeah. literally never said that to a man. Have you ever said to a man, I want you to buy me dinner? No, I just wait for them to ask me. Okay. Okay. But no, I, I'm just saying that I don't wait for it to be the night of and we're sitting at waiting for the bill and... Sweat's dripping off sweat, your brow yeah. and sweat's dripping off her. Should pay for this one or am I going to? You know, no. I mean, because in that, in that circumstance, I would, I would pick up the check every time. All right. But if somebody offers to do it, yeah, why not? So, can we talk about chores? Because you, you touched a little bit on the yard work thing. But are there certain chores? Like, if you're in an established relationship, are there certain chores that are, quote, men, like male chores and female chores? Okay, so, to clarify this. So, my former sister-in-law, who I'm still friends with, she used to call, because it was a terminology that she got from her parents, buck work and squaw work. Oh my gosh. And it was said with tongue in cheek, right? Like intended to be funny, but there were certain things like yard work that was buck work. Oh no. And certain things like That's super racist. Like cleaning the kitchen that was <laughs> Maybe a little bit, yeah. That was squaw work. That's so racist. I but okay. Racist and sexist. Right. I agree with you. I'm okay. not defending. Mm, we're going to do the hunting and gathering. <laughs> but I'm, I'm saying <laughs> in defense wow, of what yeah. you just asked, are there certain things that fall yes. into the buck work slash squaw okay, work? I can't. Category? I can't. I can't. Let's not. No. Okay. I'm killing Dion slowly. <laughs> killing her softly with, <laughs> with my, my former sister-in-law's terminology. Okay. So I hear that. And now let's just not say that anymore. But I think, but the point is, I think okay. there are things that at least historically have okay. fallen into those categories. But do you feel that way? Do you feel that way, Darren? No. No, I think if you, in a relationship, you know, you realize what other people like and don't like. And so if someone doesn't want to do that, I mean, it's almost like you come to agreement. Like, I don't want to do that. I'll do that. I don't like that. I'll do that. And you kind of, you know, you you divide it up amongst what you like and don't like. Right. I agree. I agree. I okay. apologize. I turned it off three so times. So Jackie is getting texted and you know that I this turned is it just off three times. a big trigger for me. So I I'm know. just going to like. Bear with us. Oh wow. my God. Wow. <laughs> to my friend that keeps texting, stop. Oh, she's sending pictures, workout pictures. That's really nice. Okay. So, my to answer your question, mm. do I think that there are? Yes. If I were in a re- so right, I'm a I'm a single mom 
Mm-hmm. I run the house. I have a yard. I have she runs toilets. I have groceries. I have Who everything. Who does your yard work? I, <laughs> Dion's evidently doing my yeah. yard work. Sweet. Oh, I turned it off. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Who is this friend? We're calling her out. My friend is Barry, and she's a personal trainer. She's Barry, trying, Barry, knock it off. And Barry is trying to get her certification, and she needs us to practice some of her workouts. Her name's and, Barry? Mm-hmm. Is she non-binary or uh, it's not her, exactly? A, ironically, her husband's name is Jamie. <gasps> oh my gosh, they're both very nope, they're super masculine, super feminine, specific. They just have. How do you spell her name? B A R I. Okay. okay, all right. Anyway, Barry is that's, that's, is studying better. to be a. Um, they both go. <laughs> is studying to be a personal trainer, and she's sending me workouts because she needs some feedback. So, okay. that aside, thanks, Barry. I have turned off messaging for the fourth time four times and Mm -hmm. i can't promise that's not gonna happen again i don't it's okay it's a lottery i just you know it's fine because i feel like i have an idea every time that happens (laughs) i just thought of something (laughs) jackie's computer wine is a good idea wine is always a good idea so but but my point what i was trying Uh to say is please as a single woman who manages my own household Mm -hmm. i do it all right now If I were in a relationship with someone, would I like that person to take out the garbage and mow the lawn? Fuck yes. But not because they're a man. Because I hate that shit. See, that's what I'm saying right there. That's what you're saying. I want that person also, I want to leave my car on almost empty and have it come back full. Because I hate pumping gas. What, do you run a U-Haul place? (laughs) What? (laughs) I hate pumping gas. I hate it. I hate it. So I hate there it. are certain and chores that we all hate to do or that we all love to do. Okay, I personally love doing laundry. Like I get off on doing laundry, not in a weird, creepy way. That was I a just, little weird and creepy, I know. but okay. Right, what time is it? There's a washing machine right there. I okay. think you could fit in wow. it. <laughs> okay, I sorry. I was doing laundry tonight, I... but I might not have to. <laughs> I love doing laundry. You I love it so much. I wrote an essay about it in college. That's how much I love doing laundry. It was weird. In fact, my teacher read the essay and said, you need to get a life. So probably so. But anyway, my point is, I like to do the laundry with, if I'm with someone, I like to do their laundry, not because I'm a woman, but because I enjoy doing laundry. But guess what? I hate sweeping. Like, fuck that broom. I will not. (laughs) Visual. And that's how you come to a compromise. Like, I'll do the laundry if you sweep. Yes. I'm sure the guy would be like, fuck yeah, I'll do it. Okay? This is what I'm saying. So. <clears throat> Are we supposed but, to swear on this show? I don't, I don't even. Oh my God. How fucking dare you? Okay. <laughs> Have you not motherfucking heard us? I wasn't us? sure. Okay. So, interestingly enough. Okay. So, I did read this article in The Guardian, which is a an British publication. Also a delightful winery in Woodenville, Washington. The, the Guardian? Guardian. Okay, yeah. yeah, they have guns as their motif. Well, nice, Jackie, nice. But yes, they are delightful. The proprietors are they a... Won. They have guns as their... Like, guns... Well, they have tar- um, shooting targets. Oh, He's a gosh. cop, and she's a, a news reporter. I'm kidding. Anyway, this is not what I'm talking about. I know, but I just had my little squirrel moment. Let me yeah. have it. Okay, and shout out to The Guardian. Great wine. Okay, anyway... <laughs> They wrote an article um, motif. called Who's the Man? And it explores gender, the gender divide in same-sex couples. And I thought this was really, oh, really interesting. interesting. 
Because they were talking about how, you know, they were they were discussing this topic about gender roles in couples. And they were they were using um, <clears throat> the the LGBTQ community as their um, kind of like looking at that community. And they said, according to them, research shows that gay couples have more equal relationships and they share more childcare responsibilities. But, so you're like, well, yeah, okay, you can see that. However, here's the interesting thing. Um, this was written by a woman who's a lesbian, and she was saying that people are always asking her the question. So, in your relationship, who does the masculine work and who does the femi- feminine work? Who does the squaw work and who does? Oh, the stop! <laughs> but you, but stop. but but that's my point. I it's know. such a dated thing, but it people <clears throat> it's so ingrained in people that there are certain things that are masculine and certain things that are feminine. That even in a relationship where you have two yes. women or where you have yes. two men. Yes. Yes. They want to know who's the female and who's the male. And she because was like, we can't. she was saying this is so annoying. Because sure it is. Of course it is. Because she was like, how do you determine in like a same-sex couple, who's the more feminine, who's the more masculine? And so it's interesting because the American Sociological Association did a study on this, this exact topic, um, looking at couples in same-sex Reun- not reunions, unions, sorry. Sometimes it Relationships. might be a reunion. <laughs> you don't know what their histories are. Hey, I said double Dutch. It's fine. <laughs> I was trying to say relationships and unions, and it was reunions. Okay. Anyway, in same-sex relationships or unions, um, and... Unionships. Okay. <laughs> like, something like situationships? Different topic. Don't step on seats. So the American Sociological Association was looking at these same-sex couples, and what they realized is that people would look at these couples, and they were like, oh, they were trying to analyze, who's the more masculine? Like, let's just say there are two Mm -hmm. women. Who's the more masculine one? Who's the more feminine one? And so, who's the lipstick lesbian and who's the bull like? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, okay. I don't need to ask that. You just need to look at it. Okay, but let's say <laughs> they're both. <laughs> well, I mean, come oh, on. Jesus. <laughs> okay. But let's say Physically, they... that one's obvious, but. Anyway. But what if they're not? What if they're not? So, here's one example there was a couple. One of them is a reporter, and one of them is a physical therapist. And the physical therapist makes more money than the reporter. So you're like, oh, well, the physical therapist, that's the masculine one, right? Because obviously men make more money than women. And then you're like, oh, wait a second. But the one who's a reporter who makes less money, oh, she likes to shop a lot, and she likes to watch The Bachelor all the time. And, oh, the other one likes to, you know, or or the one who makes more money likes to shop, and the one that makes less money likes to, I don't know, watch sports. Like, how do you determine that? You don't because exactly. they're people, they're not sexist. Exactly. But that's the whole point of this study is there is is what they realized Okay, they're doing a high five. What they realized is that we want to stereotype people. So Mm -hmm. if you are two women in a same-sex union, or if you're two men, we still, everybody's just like culturally, we want to stereotype people. And we're like, oh, well, this is the more masculine person. So they must want to cook or like they want to barbecue things or they want to do yard work and oh this person's a more feminine person they want to do the dishes and they want to take care of the kids 
But see, I think that goes back to what I said earlier, which is as a society, we are so used to man and woman, and we're such a heteronormative society. There it is again. Like that? Boom. We are such a heteronormative society that people who aren't in these more marginalized relationships can't understand it. And so we have to put people into categories Categories. that we can understand Understand. that That, we can relate to and that is this whole point of this article and the whole point of this whole study is that we're trying to do that to all couples everywhere and it doesn't fit it doesn't fit because it's not well especially more now than before right it really doesn't fit anymore (laughs) nothing fits so we have to make life what works right I mean, that's the bottom line. In all, like in every relationship, no matter if we are heterosexual or homosexual, we just we make it work for us, right? Well, if if you're good at it, yes. Well, I mean, I mean, there's a whole other podcast on the things we can do. There's like millions of podcasts on the things we do wrong in relationships. But I'm talking about generals, though, specifically for sure. And I think we do our best. And I do think, for the most part. Our society, the people within it, are well-meaning. They just don't know how <laughs> to sort of evolve. It's not even it, how to understand mm. these newer concepts. And right. I think it's just going to take us time. And we have to be patient with ourselves, and we have to be patient with each other right. as we get there. Yes, I agree. Okay, yeah. So, big question. <clears throat> Takeaways. Oh, takeaways. Darren, do you have any takeaways from today's podcast? McNeilson. Mm. He's super stoked about dating again. I can tell you that. Uh, you could see by the I, look on his face. How well, I know for a fact that double Dutch means jump rope. <laughs> and Dutch. One important takeaway. Yeah. And your name is not McNeilson. You're not it's Scottish. Not but it's fine. It gives me a chance to work on my uh, accent. I, I do, I do really sincerely apologize for that <laughs> earlier miss. I really miss. enjoyed your Scottish accent. Thank so, you. As Thank a McDonald's. So. Uh, uh, I mean, I guess it wasn't... There's nothing that I didn't already kind of know. You know what I mean? So we didn't rock your world in any way. Well, no. I mean, it's 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 good to talk about. Because you, you know... Because the thing is, like, we're all confused about how things are supposed to go nowadays. Yeah, no, and we want to do the right thing. We do. We want to do the right thing. We, we just do. don't. We're not sure what it is because this is all new territory. I think that's such a good takeaway. That's a really good <laughs> I think takeaway. That's so good. I think you're so right. Okay. I think well. we're all confused. <laughs> well, and I think you're right. I think we all want to do the right thing. We just don't know what it is. Yeah. All right. So, what's your takeaway? I Dee? mean, I can't, I can't come up with a better one than that, honestly. But all I, right. I feel like gender roles are evolving. They're. I think genders Winner. are evolving. Winner. Because <laughs> it was a contest. It, because he's a man. Man and versus woman. Yeah. Men are inherently competitive. <laughs> Unless they aren't. Oh. Ooh. I <laughs> just got deep up in here. Did it? <laughs> nope. Is your dog under the table? No, she's upstairs. <laughs> All right, Deanna, I ruined your takeaway. What is your takeaway? I feel like. Our society is constantly evolving, and we just have to evolve with it and <laughs> be open to changing our opinions, changing our views, and changing our behavior. Except when it comes to men paying, then, you know, 
all bets are off. You know, one of the articles, one of the articles I read was Darren's like glad I didn't date was her. Chivalry and equality went on a date, and guess who paid? And oh, it was chivalry. Oh. I loved that. It was like a blog article that Wait, I read. What? Say that again. Equality and chivalry went on a date, and guess who paid? Chivalry, chivalry paid. Chivalry freaking paid. Sweet. So apparently I'm. What I my takeaway is that I'm a normal human who is like, look, a heteronormal I, human. I'm a heteronormal human who is like, look, I am an independent woman. I want to do my own shit, <laughs> but in particular, I'm listening to too much Destiny's Child. <laughs> I, I don't think because if none is too much, oh, then wow. yes. But but my point I'm is kidding, like, I'm like I, I consider myself a feminist. Yet I appreciate right when it comes to dating. I do appreciate certain gender stereotypes. Right, and I think I just have to be okay with that's who I am. That, I was going to touch on that earlier. I didn't get a chance because we moved on. But oh. going back to the to the feminist thing, you 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 say feminist like it's a bad thing. I don't mean to. <laughs> yeah, but I think because feminist feminism does get a bad rap with the hardcore feminists that hate men, right, and that kind no, of thing. No, that I think you're right. But every group in the There's world, always an extreme. Every group in the world yeah. has an extreme, right? And that's why these extreme Republicans are like out of their minds, Fucking and extreme crazy. Democrats. Our little snowflake, mm. as they call them, and, not and, as and crazy, but yes. So, but everybody has, you know, every group right. has their their different limits, and right. Um, and so I, don't when, I say I femi- when I say I feminist, and particularly when I'm talking about myself, I mean that <laughs> I am about raising women and and women helping women, women working together to reach a level of equality that has never really historically existed for us. Yeah. And it's, and I, it's and not, I, I believe in that, that part of the cause. I, I think to hate men and to, you know, to right. think that we're, we're the scourge of society is a whole other thing when we know it's only a few of us. Well, and, <laughs> and I think Dion only and the I mansplainers. Have, I think, <laughs> yeah, we hate them. <laughs> I think Dion and I have tried really hard, and it's probably it probably bears re- reminding our beat heads that we've worked really hard not to be man haters or man bashers or whatever. No. We love men. We love men, and we appreciate what men bring to our lives. Absolutely, we just, we're just trying to figure it all. That we're just trying to figure it all out. I mean, that's what we're all doing. We're all just trying to figure it out. That's what Darren said. I know. Yeah. Good, good takeaway, Darren. You win, you win the takeaway contest. All right, is it a competition? So, what's up next, Dee? What's our next <gasps> topic? Oh, I well, know we have a very special guest for the next topic. So, our next topic, we are going to talk Not about. Not that you weren't very special, Darren. Yeah, whatever. We are going to talk about next how dating in our forties is vastly different than dating in our twenties. Like dating before marriage versus dating. After divorce. So it's going to be a good it's one. It's going to be good. And we'll have a special guest that will be very He's interesting. So special. By the way, what was the title of this? Uh, this is Opposites Attract. Opposites Attract. A little Paula Abdul that still nice. resides within the 80s, right? Oh, for the love mm, of God. Yes. Yeah, okay, maybe 89. It was my sophomore year. Maybe. 
89. Was that what it was? Nicely done. Yeah. My sophomore year. Thank you. I they just high five, by the way. I took shit for high fiving earlier, so I just want to point out they just high fived. <laughs> but we high fived, then you high fived, and then Darren it's and I. It's been high-fived. like a little it's incestuous like, oh high fiving that's happening over here. I hope no one has COVID. I know. Oh, shit. I haven't high fived anyone for like a year. I think I'm all right. Fuck. All right. Well, we'll we'll update y'all on that in the next episode. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in again. And we look forward to your feedback. And share our podcast with your network, please. please. And thanks. Thank you, guys. Bye. Darren, thank you. Oh, what? What? Darren didn't get to talk about his business. Oh, let's talk about Darren. We'll back up and we'll talk about his business and then we'll go back to a goodbye. So... <laughs> Okay. Well, or we could just nope. say goodbye. No. Darren. No. Darren, Darren, go. you recently launched a formal business I didn't that know is that. all about entertaining the masses. What? Yes. The masses? The masses. That includes entertaining us. Entertaining the masses. Darren, tell us about Savvy Minds, because I've always thought your mind was especially savvy. Yes. I don't know who spelled with two Vs, but that's crazy. Uh, no, it's, uh, I. you know, I've been doing trivia for a long time as a as a uh, participant and then I became a host for for a while and then I just decided to turn it into a, a real-time business so but I, I I'm not keeping myself to just trivia I was just, gonna say you do more than just trivia well I get the podcast as well right now but but you do some karaoke yes and and I the guy that's living with me has his own karaoke business so we're gonna work together with that and I'm I'm up for other things too, like uh, I, I guess bingo's popular too. So I might, I might get into the bingo game as well. Wow! Yeah. Will you please keep us posted? Yeah, that is exciting. <laughs> yeah. When Our- you get seventy-five, I will let you know. It's right around a few <laughs> corners. All right. Well, thank you for being here, Darren. We always enjoy having you here. Yes. Yeah, so look for me on Tuesdays. At the Snohomish Valley Golf Center. Which is one of my favorite <gasps> places to go. I just love Snohomish. I like saying the word Snohomish. I go to that driving range all the time, but now I can almost never get a stall because they're always... Because Yeah, Snohomish. well, I haven't seen you on Tuesdays in a while, but... Snohomish. Okay, I'll it's be there tomorrow. To say. Snohomish. Are you there tomorrow? I am there tomorrow. All right. Okay. And um, it's getting busy. It's very. very I know busy. it's a little intimidating. I can't compete with all these. Savvy I had, had twenty three teams last week. But are you getting busy? And like one hundred and twenty forty people, whatever it was. Wow. All right. We will. We okay. will. Okay. So if I didn't want to go to that level of competition, where else could I go to find you? You can go to Docks Riverside in Machias on Wednesdays. Where? Docks Riverside. <laughs> no, what was the second? Machias. What is that? It's a town between Snohomish and Lake Stevens. How do I not know about that town? And for the people who aren't in wow. Washington, it's tiny. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I've never well, heard of that. Well, it's Machias Road. Okay. So, oh, okay. I mean, it's easy Which to find. Which Machias Road? Because there's like south. Old Machias Road, there's oh South Machias Road. South so Machias. it's near Snohomish and Lake Stevens. It's near Stevens. the Centennial Trail. Oh. Okay. Which is in Snohomish. <laughs> Snohomish. <laughs> and then I'm, at, I'm, I'm back again at... Brews on Thursday nights. Where's Brews? Brews Almighty downtown Everett. Everett, Washington. 3011 Grand Avenue. <laughs> Not Snohomish. I'm there at 6 o'clock on Thursday nights. All right, thank you. You pay for the whole seat, but you only use the edge. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm working on getting some uh, some some winery gigs. So if anybody... Oh, uh, anybody, we, don't, we don't know anyone in the wine Yeah, I'm saying if, if you know what? anybody in the winery business. What, what's wine? Business. What? What's wine? That's what I do when I want my way. 
<laughs> All right. Wow. Anyway, okay. thanks, thanks. Thank you for letting me uh, speak. Thank you for being here to speak. Absolutely. Beatheads, we thank you for being here to hear all of us speaking and <laughs> and drinking and drinking and Swearing. we can't wait to introduce our guest next week and have a <laughs> another fun topic. So thank you all. We appreciate you. Take care. Bye. Thank you.